Welcome to the B team. We're the Rezies, the guys that didn't quite make it. So you can guarantee we are going to criticize everybody that did. And I'll tell you what, if this is the B team, then I'm definitely the Rezzy of the Rezies because I'm joined by the superstar, Mr. TikTok himself, uh, Bernard. How don't you feeling, be like mate? that. Feeling good. Yep, the B team. We are the second stringers. We, we never are. made it, but I, I, I do openly criticize everyone that has made it and that's what this podcast will be doing exactly well that's what fans are meant to do we're meant to criticize and we're going to try and do our best we're going to cover all types of sports but let's start it off local in australia with god's game the game they play in heaven rugby league the greatest game of all the greatest game of all they do play it in heaven it's confirmed i'm going to start with your old boys because for those of you that don't know at home bernard did Mm -hmm strut around for the Manly Warringah Seagulls for a little period. And let's talk about those Seagulls. 0-2, no good. I wouldn't claim it. I only played about eight games, and majority from the bench. But uh, they haven't, they're off to a shocker. I mean, it's only first two rounds. Let's not yep. get ahead of ourselves. And they had a tough run. But, I mean, I think teams have kind of figured them out. It's like when Ben Barber was the, the number one in the NRL. People were just rushing up on him when he's out the back, just closing in on him, putting a lot of pressure on him. They're doing the same to Tommy Turbo now. So... Have they, have, have they figured him out? Have they figured Tommy Turbo out? Do you reckon it has something to do with the rules as well? Because last year, they went overboard. Six against you. They were getting six mm. against left, right and centre. It meant that teams defensively were getting a lot more tired. And then Tommy Turbo was just running amok. It's individually, stats-wise, it's probably the crazy. You'll never see another season like that. But now they've they've chilled out a little bit. I think maybe. Do you think the rules have something to do with that? I don't know. Well, they, they had that six again rule be refined of inside the 40. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I just think teams are more aware that, you know, he's their go-to player for a spark, especially on that, you know, on the edges. So that those halves, those second rolls, they're rushing up on him. Centers aren't really allowing him to do much with the ball. And I don't know. Look, it's still very early days. I think he's still going to carve up against a team like the Dragons <laughs> and, you know, you, just your lower-level teams that, that leak a lot of points, the Titans. But, I mean, against the big sides, Luke Keery said, you know, they've never called out his name more on a football field than calling out Tommy Turbo sweeping out the back so their teams are calling him out and they're on top of him so we're not hitting the panic button on Manly yet early days but I think a team that it's fair to say we can hit the panic button and a a coach who's under pressure Michael Maguire and the West Tigers how's this for a story so apparently I don't know if you watched their game against the Newcastle Knights they were dreadful Mm -hmm. They were ab- just rubbish. And then to top it off, a Newcastle fan has reported that he saw James Roberts and Dane Laurie out the night before on the pokies. What do you make of that, Bernard? No, look, if they were winning, no one, yeah, would have, a masterstroke. no one would have an issue with them having a slap at 10 o'clock at night in, in, in a Newcastle pub. But because they're losing to an understrength Newcastle Knights, uh, I think they're trying to make a big deal out of it. But I think Benji came out and backed the boys in this situation. Uh, let the boys play. Like, it... it They've been at home in isolation for the last two years. They just want to have a quiet slap. That's their enjoyment. That's their that's their entertainment for the night. Who cares what they do a night before the game? I think someone came out and said, like, I think one of the execs at the Tigers has said, oh, it's just disrespectful to the coach, you know, just having a slap at the night before a game. Have some respect for the coach. If that's disrespectful to the coach, Nathan Heimarsh had no respect <laughs> for any of his coaches back in the day. Yeah. It, it, it's not like it's – if this has happened 10 years ago, no one would say a word. Yeah, well, I think as long as they're not drinking – as long as he wasn't on the drink, he was having a little, maybe just switch it up. Go sports bet at home, responsibly, I mean, of oh, course. Who hasn't had a water and slap on a weekday? Yeah, or you know, something yeah. to just take your mind off the big game and plenty more NRL drama. The Newcastle Knights, let's talk about them. I'm not going to lie, before the season, I put the pencil through them. Uh, Mitch Pierce gone, mm-hmm. Braley got injured before the season, but they're 2-0. 
Looking good. What do you make of the Newcastle Knights? I, I reckon two good showings against the Roosters and then belting the Tigers under strength. Didn't have Ponga, Clemmer, a lot of outs. And they still, you know, I mean, Andrew Johns has got big raps on Clune coming from St. George. He, Maybe he's working his magic. Yeah, I mean, last time Andrew Johns gave a rap to someone that big, it was Luke Brooks. <laughs> and Downhill ever since. He didn't really live up. He, he does have a, a tendency of giving big raps, Andrew Johns, but... I, I don't know. They're, they're, they're looking really good. And I think if they maintain the momentum, they're, they're going to be a fixture in the top eight with the way they're playing. Well, they got Penrith this week. So this is when we're really going to figure out whether they're the contenders or pretenders. And one thing I loved, I was watching the Cronulla game. And can I just say a few things about that game I loved? Mm-hmm. Mitch Moses, he was copping an all game. The, the chip and chase for the try, he gets slept on as a player, in my opinion. You see that try, the chip, chase, pass, and then he got it back and scored. If Tommy Turbo did that, We'd be frothing about it. But because it's Mitch Moses, he cops a lot of stick. Yeah. I, I wanna I wanna back Mitch Moses here. I'm a fan. I think he's I think he's underrated. As a fellow Lebo, I back Mitch Moses. Oh, to the we, hills. we rate Mitch Moses Moses yeah. here on the on the show, but I don't know if you saw Scott Morrison in the crowd. Yeah. In the crowd. ScoMo was loving it. Dead. What other country would you could you imagine the scenes if you saw you were in America, if you saw Donald Trump in in the stands for a new car, for a, a New York Jets game, like it was Scomo, just he's the man of the people. Yeah, it's very much an Aussie thing, you know, Bob Hawke necking a beer at the cricket. But I mean, I think Scomo just wants to escape from politics. He just wants yeah. to enjoy himself at the footy. I don't know how much longer he's got left, but yeah, no, it's good to see him having a ball at the footy. It was a down to the wire game. Nico Hines kicking the goal to win. Yep, love put it away. Good on him. But I mean, yeah, I think. It, look, Mitch Moses. Going back to Mitch, he uh, he definitely is a slept on seven yep. in a game. Uh, there's not many good quality sevens in the comp. You oh, could probably count either. them on one hand. With like Jerome Hughes at Melbourne, Nathan Cleary. So Mitch Moses, I think, sets himself apart. Probably knocking on the door of an origin spot by injuries, obviously. So uh, I, I definitely back Moses. Speaking of sevens, Sammy Walker put a clinic on as well. He's up and coming. Big win for the Chooks. That was. And now we're going to go over to AFL. Mm-hmm. Kicked off over the weekend. A couple big games. Carlton beat the Tigers. Uh, and GWS lost to the Sydney Swans in the derby. But the biggest talking point didn't even happen on the field. It was off the field. I want to get your opinion on this, Bernard. Tom Morris, the journalist, got ripped a new one by Luke Beveridge. Now, Luke Beveridge wasn't happy because he's saying that you keep leaking our team news before it happens. Just let us prepare. Now, the counter to that is, look, he's just a journo and he's doing his job. Everyone, guys, Google it. Luke Beveridge, one of the best sprays you'll ever see, rips him a new one. All the journos come out in support of Tom Morris. This is a joke. We can't be spoken to like that. Then, in an absolute 180, Tom Morris then gets sacked by Fox Sports because someone in a group chat has leaked a message, a misogynistic, and then there were racial messages. Him, it's I'm not going to describe it. Look it up on I'd YouTube. I'd love but to describe it. It's a, it's a complete 180. What do you make of that? Now, I didn't know who Tom Morris was Neither did before I, to be this press conference. And no one should. No one really knows the faces of the journalists asking the questions in the, in the press conference. But watching the spray from Luke Beveridge, I loved it. Because it's like when you get behind Ricky Stewart calling out a bad call in, in yep. rugby league and he's going to cop the fine. I think he did cop a significant fine, Bevo. But, I mean, you back them because in like from an, a common man's point of view, he makes a lot of sense. He thinks this journo's got a conflict of interest, always going at the Western Bulldogs in, yep. in the media. So he called him out on the spot. And you don't see that very often, journos getting called out. And then this guy wants to act all arrogant in front of all his journo mates in the crowd and say, yeah, no, Fox backs me 100%. And then, obviously, they don't. See, See what's come to light. (laughs) He's having a go at Megan Barnard. He's 
He's uh, had had a bit of a racial slur. Yeah, the second one was a shocker. Yeah, so yeah. recordings have come to light, and the the media haven't really covered that too much because you don't really want to cover a no. journalist. But they've gone very quiet on look, this can, uh, little can, scandal at Fox Sports. We can both agree, journos suck. I'm not a fan. Personally. I'm not a fan. And look, yeah. it might surprise people. I actually studied journalism, so I wanted to be a journalist. When I finished high school, I was like, I want to be a journalist. Two weeks in, two weeks in, I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. No one likes a journalist. It's like a real estate agent. No disrespect to any of those real estate agents there. But anyway, if you ever get a journal on the phone, it's never good. Massive, massive news. Ash Barty retiring, 25 years old. Out of nowhere, really. Crazy. She said she's given the game all she's had. She's spent at the moment. She came out and announced it with a with a friend uh, in, in an interview format. Yeah. Really kind of caught everyone off guard, caught the media by surprise. Do you think 25 and you're going to ah. call it a day? Look, fair play. I wish her all the best. I feel like she was just getting into the into her prime. I was down in Melbourne for the Australian Open, and I watched. I had the pleasure of watching her. Man, when I say she is miles better than everyone else, like it was just like taking candy from a little baby. That's that she just took the absolute piss. I think, and I, I feel like she was in her prime. Maybe she's got niggling injuries not or even that. You know how much money you're leaving on the table, Ash Barty? I mean. I'm not having a go because who knows yeah. what the circumstances yeah, exactly. are. It's very fresh. It kind of just happened today. Do you reckon she stays retired? No. No, no, no. I mean, she probably has maybe a, a year or two off. Maybe she's one on a break. But maybe she just goes into another sport. I mean, she, she did used a, to play cricket. She was in the Big Bash. Yeah, she was a good cricketer. She'd probably go into rugby I sevens. I she was an AFL player as Mate, well. I wouldn't put it past her. She's an athlete. But I just, I think it's just very, took me really by surprise. I know she's in a relationship. Maybe that could be factor into it. I, I, I have no idea. But yeah, 25, prime of your athletic career. Yeah. I don't know. But she has been around for a long time. Maybe the wear and tear of a few of a few sports have just caught up with her. Yeah. Maybe she's just over traveling. I reckon tennis Australia probably shitting themselves at the moment. Oh, Australia's spirit. We haven't had a tennis star. We haven't had a tennis 20 star years. winning Grand Slam since later. And then we and get now, one and she, <laughs> she retires. Kyrgios, who doesn't really want to put the foot down anytime soon. No. He's very laissez. Eh? Bernard Tomic plays well until he has COVID and has to get off the court. Well, he wants a uh, comeback season. He's yeah. back. I signed up to his OnlyFans, actually, recently. And what was it like? Yeah, it was very underwhelming. Really? No, no, I'm joking. I didn't see it. No, no. But, and then you've got who else? Like, is there much more in the in the Aussie? you got Cock, Cock and Arcus. Cock and Arcus. Yeah, you got Promising. Cock and Kyrgios. Uh, if we want to settle for, for doubles champions. Yeah. Well, it was, you know? it was box office. Yeah. But, yeah, they, happy retirement. Yeah. Look, I wish her all the best. I think she eventually, she'll eventually come back like MJ for us Aussies. And, I think so. And win a couple of Grand Slams. I hope it's uh, nothing to do with, you know, not, be, not being able to hand the spotlight. Like, you know, Osaka who sometimes gets upset over, you know, some hecklers in the crowd. But, yeah, I, I really, I'm really shocked. 25 years old, you know, but all the best to her. Yeah, who knows? She may change her mind, have come back to her John Farnham style, but we're wishing her all the best in retirement. And that leads us now onto one of our segments. This is a segment we're going to do every week. It's our podium. Yep. So what it's going to be is we're going to give away a bronze medal, a silver medal, and a gold medal. And this is just, these are the players that just hit the mark. It can be players, it can be fans, it can be celebrities. It's going to be all, whatever you want. And then we're also going to give a participation medal. Now, I won a few of these. You know, these are the ones you give to someone. Yeah, better luck next time, man. At least mm -hmm. you tried. Give me your bronze medal. Bronze medal for the week. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Logan Paul. Now, yeah. Logan Paul, he's going to be fighting at WrestleMania's tag team and with The Miz against the Mysterios. Ray Mysterio, yep. 619, is still going strong. But he still hasn't been paid by Floyd Mayweather. I think he's suing. He obviously needs some cash. He just dropped prime with KSI. He, he won't stop working. So he's going to be at WrestleMania 
you know, he's still putting in the promo for it. Good on him. His wrestling is going all out. So that's my bronze goes to Logan Paul for still putting in the work. I like that one. Respect to both what the are you Paul brothers. Go? I'm going to go my bronze medal, Adam Reynolds. He was back for the Brisbane Broncos. He missed the first game because of COVID, and it was just so good. I'm a Roosters fan, so I, I never liked Adam Reynolds when he wore a bunnies jumper, but i got to respect the greatness. And look it up. It was his. It was the best disallowed try ever. He goes through the, legs, the legs to Katoni yeah. Staggs. No look. Katoni drops the ball. What are you doing? Cost him the best try assist I've ever seen, but it was good to see Adam Reynolds. Got shafted by South. That sucks. Back doing his best work. And the Broncos... Looking good. The Broncos are looking all right. I mean, I don't think they're going to be premiership no, I don't think so either. But, but it's good to see them playing a bit of footy. But Adam Reynolds, I, I know it's his, his first game back, but I've not watched an Adam Reynolds game where he's not got a cramp or he's calling the trainer on for an injury. Like it, He's one of the better sevens. Yeah. He's up there. Like we're talking about Mitch Moses. He's one of the better sevens in the comp. But, I mean, you know, get get your body right, Adam. Yeah, uh, but well, got, he said got, he was buggered after. He yeah. said COVID, he had the COVID lungs and, and he didn't feel good. But now give me your silver medal. Silver medal, I'm going to go Tom Brady. Now, I know this has been in the news, but he's come out of retirement. He was picking the kids up from school and said, no, nah, I can't do this. It's not for me. I've got to come back. He had that run-in with Ronaldo. I think that pushed him over the line to come back. So it's good to see Brady come back. He's gone for that last championship. He'll be at the Bucks, hopefully reunited with Gronkowski, and they make one last run for it. It'll be good to see. Hopefully a fairytale finish. I like that one. The GOAT, he's back. I think he got sick of the kids. That's what, that's, that's what they all say. Everyone likes retirement until they spend about two, three weeks with the kids. Everyone wants family time. And he realized, you know what? This is actually pretty boring. There was, gonna... was rumors it was that or it was the rising petrol prices. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit of both. I think yeah. he just had, he got a little whiff of the kids and how boring that is. He goes, I'm going to win one more ring and just cement yeah. my ghost. Mine comes out of Argentina. It's in the football. I don't know if you saw this. Newell's old boys. So Lionel Messi, it's actually where he played when he was in Argentina. Maradona played there as well. Their fans, 30,000 of them rocked up to training. Crazy scenes. You go on their Twitter, on their Instagram, they've posted it. 30,000 fans. There were pyro, there were flares, there were streams. To send them off, they they had a big derby game against Rosario, who's their big big rival, and that was to send them off to the game. Then, in the game, it had to be halted because fans were throwing grenades on the field, and the the grenades were exploding on the pitch. They had to delay the... Like like little grenades, not grenades that can take out a building. But, and then Newell's ended up getting the win. So that's why okay. we love football. So that, that one has to get a little <laughs> mention. That's my, that's my silver medal now. The gold medal. Bernard, give it to me. Gold medal for me is a team, is a collective. The Penrith Panthers. They've, they've Ooh, lost a like few that. players. Cleary hasn't been playing. O'Sullivan, I don't know where this kid's coming from. He's, he's, he's stepped up. Good. Yeah. Like, the Bulldogs have had a, a, a halfback crisis for the last five years. They've been throwing, you know, Lockie Lewis, Brandon Wakeham. You would have got a start if you were yeah, still playing. I, I'd hope so. But, I mean, like... You, you got one job as a recruiter. Who's the best sevens on the market now? This guy's playing at the Warriors. I think he was at the Roosters for a little bit. But like, where did he come from? Nate, the, Ivan Cleary just picked him up, and he's he's actually playing extremely well as far as like sevens go on the scene. He just made his debut for what Penrith at the start of the season. So, and they've lost you know a couple you know big name yeah. players, the adult film star Cape Wells. He's playing at the Broncos. I mean, that for for what they have been putting on the field and how dominant they've been possession-wise, discipline, Penrith Panthers gold medal for me. Yeah, I was surprised round one at people were backing Manly. They're going to be there, Penrith. And and they've just got, they're, now they've got a system. It's clear, like O'Sullivan could go in there. I could probably go in there and get a start and do all right. They're going to be there at the business end. I, I like that one. But my number one is a collective. It is the National Football League. They do the off-season better than any sport on the planet. We haven't even gotten up to the draft yet. Free agency. It was absolutely insane. Let me just... I'm going to try and rattle these all off. These were, these were just the big ones. I'm going to miss a, a couple lot. here. There's okay, you ready? Them. Tom Brady. Russell Wilson becoming a Bronco. 
that Cleveland Browns quarterback situation. Then they end up bringing in Deshaun Watson. Jacksonville Jaguars spending spree. There were a couple of questionable contracts handed out there. You got Matty Ryan going to the Colts. Carson Wentz going to the Commanders. JC Jackson going to the Chargers and Khalil Mack. Then you've got Aaron Rodgers. Would he stay? That was like a soap opera. That, he obviously, he stays. Then he's wide receiver. Devontae Adams goes to the Raiders, who also picked up Chandler Jones. I could go on and on and on. The AFC West is stacked. And just, you know, no offseason is complete without a betting scandal as well. You had Calvin Ridley. The NFL, I take my hat off to you. Roger Goodell, everyone associated. That, in my opinion, is why it is the best sport in the world. Because they do the offseason better than anyone. And then we've got the draft coming up as well. Well, they, they just know what they're doing in terms of, like, you know, trade windows and postseason. Like, you do – I mean, the AFL has adopted that kind of trading and deadlines and whatnot. NRL's way behind. You've got players – booking themselves in the play at another team three years from now yeah. and you know with the Dolphins coming in but I mean I, I love the offseason it, it, it's you, you get a gist of how the teams are going to be favourites are changing I mean the Bills wanted to make a play for Gronkowski oh. which would be a fairy tale for him going back home and they got Von Miller as yeah. well so it just it's stacking up to be a big season next year yeah and I, I just can't wait till you mentioned the NRL that's one thing they've got to change if anyone from the NRL is watching this when they do the signings, I don't want to get excited as a Roosters fan for Brandon Smith signing, and then I've got to watch another whole season of him playing for Melbourne Storm. Surely he doesn't like that. And I don't blame the players at all. No, it's not the players' it's, fault. It's, it's the not system. The... They, they, yeah. They, like, Brandon Smith's won his comps. He wants to get his money. Yeah. If Roosters are going to give him a contract, then he's going to be set up for life. You let go. them go. But, but, I mean, they've got to put systems in place where... You know, it's it doesn't make for the from a fan's perspective that we want to be invested in these players or yeah. build the team culture because it's it just gets ridiculous. Yeah, it is, and we're getting sidetracked a bit very quickly before we do participation medals. Out of all those NFL free agency moves, which one's your favourite? I I like Aaron Rodgers staying on board at Green Bay. Everyone okay. tipped him to go. I'm a, I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan, so I kind of feel yep. bad for him. I don't know where he's going to end up. I hope he doesn't end up as a, a second string or just a backup QB somewhere. But I like no, he'll Aaron, get a start somewhere. I like Aaron Rodgers staying. Uh, I did like uh, the Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson going to yeah. Denver. That's a massive That's play. But yeah, I think if Green Bay can nab a, a wide receiver in the postseason, um, that they're probably just looking like where they're going to be last year with, yeah. with Aaron Rodgers being MVP. They just need, they're just lacking that wide receiver after Adams is gone. Maybe they can pick up a, a wide receiver on the market or, or just draft someone. They've got two draft picks in that trade. Yeah, they got fleeced a little bit, but it'll be interesting to see what they do. I like Russell Wilson. I thought the Broncos, they were a quarterback away from being Super Bowl contenders. Defense is stacked. He's got plenty of weapons. He's going to slot in. Am I a little smoky? I like Matty Ryan. Going to the Colts, I, I like that move. I think he's still got a bit of juice left in the tank. He's going to have a good running game. They're an interesting team. All right, participation medal time. Let's go. These are just the the lemons. They missed the mark. And better luck next time. You've got to improve on your game. Go, Bernard. Uh, for the regular season in the NBA, I'm going to go Russell Westbrook. Oh, oh. Now, he's had an absolute shocker because he... You know, he's a shell of his past self, averaging yep. triple-doubles. He's in a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity with LeBron, and I know they've assembled a veterans, uh, you know, Avengers seat team in like at the Lakers, but LeBron's not concerned with making it to the postseason and, and these playoffs. He's strictly concerned about breaking this points record because <laughs> he knows the Lakers are finished, and he's going to have to start trading for next year, GM LeBron, but... Westbrook's been the most disappointment like for me in the NBA this year. Uh, with that opportunity to make a run for a championship, they got Carmelo in. They built a they built a pretty much a half decent side on paper, just no depth, and and he's having a, a terrible season. What's your participation? Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's a good one because we all know what Westbrook was, but I don't think we all thought he was going to be this bad. Mine is completely left field. I, I have to bring this up. 
I'm seeing it. You know, you, what what made me trigger this is you saw in El Clasico, Aubameyang, he, he scored and he did a Goku celebration, which I love. We love Dragon Ball Z. And it just made me think, my participation award, it's gone to the movie Batman. I okay. watched it and I'm seeing it everywhere. People loving it. I know there's a couple of producers that, that are on this that love it. I was not a fan. One bit. I know, I know. I'm, so it's my participation award. Now, I know it's, it's obviously not going to be like Christopher Nolan's Batman. It but never will be. It never will be. But it was just two and a half hours of, of absolute nothing. Did it go a bit long? Yes, it did. It did go a little bit long. Okay. But I don't know. He, he wasn't selling me as Bruce Wayne. So as a whole, that movie just... It, it, I wasn't a fan. I, I I don't want to agree with you because I, I've put it up there as a, like a six, seven. I went and watched it. Didn't didn't mind it. Went very long. I mean, it could have been shaped. I didn't like how he played Bruce Wayne. It was. I, I did not buy him as Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's not an emo. No, he's not. At school, that drag races for fun. Like and and, and, and has the mascara and like yeah. It's, no, there was no punch. Come on, give me something. You're nah. Bruce Wayne. There was just, no big he's just plot miserable twist there. as well. No, nothing. I was waiting for something to happen and it yeah. didn't. But I could go on for a while about that. Now, last week. Tragic news. You and I are both wrestling fans. I, I love wrestling. And one of the original bad guys, Scott Hall, passed away. Tragic news. We all love a bad guy. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but I particularly love a bad guy. So this segment is called The Starters. It's going to be a top five. We're the resis. So we're going to pick the starting five in front of us. This is in honor of the late, great Scott Hall. Our top five bad guys can be in any sport. Okay. Let's go. We'll work on this together. Let's make a starting five. Bad guys, go. Number one. Okay, I'm going to go... In no particular order, actually. No this is a starting order, five. any sport. Yep. Okay, I'm going to go John McEnroe to start. Yeah, has to be there. The media hated him. He yep. was a villain. Going off at umpire, especially in a tennis world where you can't even... Your crowd can't even get involved. That's why they don't like the rowdy Aussie crowd at the Oz Open. But, yeah, I've got to go John McEnroe. He, he, he was a villain. Okay, I like that one. So, he's in there. He could be the point guard. He's shooting guard. It was so hard to pick one wrestler. I'm going to go Edge. When his music hit, particularly when he had that money in the bank era edge, mm. you despised him. Everything about him, the hair, just mm. he, you hated him. But now you love him. Now that we don't have any villain like him, you love the bad guy. When he cashed in the money in the bank, he cashed it on The Undertaker, cashed it on Cena. He was the epitome of the bad guy. He's in there for that. Uh, especially as a kid. He was an ultimate oh, heel. You hated him. Ultimate heel. Ultimate heel. heel. Ultimate. Yeah. Like, the type of heel, if you saw him in the street and you were a kid, you would have yeah. spat at him. That's Still how much going you hated too. him. Yeah. He's at WrestleMania versus yeah. AJ Styles at the moment. All right, number three. Yeah. Number three, I'm going to go rugby league. Yeah. Cameron Smith. Oh, okay. Good that one. was a time in the game. It's a good one. Everyone hated Melbourne. They were just on top of the table. Now you kind of respect them because yeah. they've been doing it for so long. But they were on top of the table. King of the wrestle. You know, he always he in the refs. Always year. in the refs. Year. So yeah, Cameron Smith. He just knew how to play the game, but you you love to hate him. And then yeah. he had that whole sixty minutes drama. He was a villain there. So yeah, only him and Channel Nine are on good terms j- just recently. So yeah, big villain for me, Cameron Smith. I'm gonna go for number four, UFC. Okay, He's only come through recently. Colby Covington. I love him. I love everything about him. Yeah. And what I love about him is he even says, it's a heel persona. Yeah. He bases off wrestling. He comes out to Kurt Angle, you suck. Where's the MAGA hat? Yep, where's the MAGA hat? Best mates with Donald Trump. Had to do a heel turn. Was going to get cut from the UFC. Even though he was undefeated, they just said, you're boring. So he absolutely annihilates Damian Meyer in Brazil, then goes on a heel turn. Says, Brazilians, you guys are all filthy animals. They're all <laughs> booing him. Brazilians hate him. He gets boomerangs chucked at him. The ultimate UFC bad guy. I love Colby Covington. He's number four. This is now... The fifth spot. We've got an all-star team here. Who are we thinking? Fifth spot? It's I'm, tough. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to go the tennis route again, but no. I, might go, I might go Nick Kyrgios. As an Aussie, you know, I love watching him in the Oz Open. 
Yeah. But he's very much a villain, and he does the Bevo bites back at journalists. The other week, he was telling off Ben Stiller's mate in the crowd, saying, yeah. you play tennis, then shut up. Yeah, I saw so, that. So, I mean, you got to go Kyrgios. He's I was, a prime villain. I was going to go number five. I was going to go Luis Suarez. Okay, the biter. One, yeah, the biter. One yeah. of those, like, he, football doesn't have many of these guys anymore. They go... Oh, fans, just every ground he goes to, he gets booed, particularly when he was in the Prem. But I'm happy to go with Kyrgios. Honourable mention, Luisito Suarez. But that mm. is a huge, huge villain top five that we got there. Oh, we could keep going. I mean, honourable mentions, Floyd Mayweather. You love to oh, hate him. Floyd Mayweather. You know? Yeah, there's a few. We just would have liked to see him get knocked out by someone. Maybe well, Manny. it was a Floyd Mayweather effect. You tuned in to watch him lose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so right. that, you know what, actually, it's, he's very unlucky. That he didn't get in. Probably should have. On the hindsight, should, should have been top five. Maybe we squeeze him in there? Yeah. Maybe we squeeze him in there. Maybe we have a six-man going forward. He's got to be in the starting team. So maybe okay. Kyrgios is our six-man. So McEnroe, Edge, Colby Covington. Who else did we have? Floyd Cameron Mayweather Smith. and Cameron Smith. That is our top five villain starters. Guys, let us know yours as well and get involved. And now we're going to finish up now. I love this. Just a bit of contenders and pretenders. Yep. So I'm going to rattle a few off. And you just let me know what you think. All right, okay, and we'll answer these both together. But we've we've spoken a, about a couple. So I'm going to go the Memphis Grizzlies. Pretenders. Pretenders. Pretenders yeah. for me. I mean, Ja Morant, having a blinder of a season, may even, may even get MVP. But, I mean, apart from them, I don't think they can make a deep run in the playoffs just on the back of him. Yeah, they don't shoot the three very well. But Ja Morant, he's amazing to watch. Reminds me of Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He's got that vibe about him, but this one now, UFC, he fought over the weekend. Paddy Pimblett, Paddy the Batty. I think he's a contender. Yeah. He, he just, he, he gives off that vibe. You want to tune in. He's a funny bastard. I mean, it's like the Brothers Grimsby decided to become a UFC fighter. He's just a funny Brit, you know. Is he Brit? Is he Irish? Yeah, he's yeah. from Liverpool. He's from Liverpool. So, uh, I like tuning in. I think he's hilarious. His post-match conferences are hilarious. UFC got another character on their hands. I reckon they ride the wave with him. Oh, yeah. Dana White's licking his lips for sure. All right, we're going to go now. St. George Illawarra Dragons. Pretenders. Yeah? Pretenders. Not even for the eight? I think borderline eight. I, I think borderline eight. I'm going to say they're contenders of making the eight. I like the Dragons team. They're, they're looking good. couple good signings. Good forward pack. They're not going to win. I love Ben Hunt. I think Ben Hunt's a under underrated seven. We've been speaking about he's underrated. Yeah. He's just his career is marred by the drop ball. That's yeah. what everyone remembers. I him think from. he'll get eventually a redemption story out of it if he ever goes to the finals again. But I mean, he he's as good as the players are around him, and the the Dragons really can't fill the 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 troops up for him at the moment. And you know they're falling down like flies. I don't know if you saw over the weekend. Uh, Burgess is yep. in hot water Oof. after supposed to make a triumphant return to the NRO. I think. Some rugby league players just can't help but grab a woman. It's it's tough. <laughs> it seems like there's a scandal every few weeks. All right, Jake Paul. Jake Paul is a contender for me. I, I, and I, I know, not just talking boxing, I'm talking overall as a promoter, as a personality, as a persona. Jake Paul's a contender. Again, he plays the villain. We probably could have named him as a villain. But he knows what he's doing. People, he, he knows he makes money off people hating him. I... I like him because he's so much hated. Does that make sense? <laughs> he is, yeah. He, you know what? When he started, everyone wanted us. It's the Floyd Mayweather effect. Mm. Then I thought, you know, they, they feed him Tyron Woodley. Oh, man, he's going to get caved. Then he sleeps Tyron Woodley. Now they're talking about him and Conor McGregor. And honestly, I'm going to stop doubting Jake Paul. I reckon he beats Conor McGregor. Seeing how if bad. If they go boxing, I honestly think he beats him. Conor McGregor's stand-up has looked so bad. I think they get into a boxing ring and Jake Paul beats him. 
I wouldn't put it past him. I'd back him in that situation. But I'm going to stop doubting him because that's that's. I think he needs to inspire some Aussies, some Aussie creators to get in the ring. I would like to put my hand up and maybe call out a Anthony Ooh. Mundine or a, uh, you know, not, there it is. Not Gallon. I'm not gonna pull call him out. No. Call him out. All right, celebrity boxing match: John Bernard versus who? Look An- him down the barrel and call him out. Anthony Mundine. Now we've 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 chatted a little bit here and there. I think we're, the- we're both at a march somewhere. I don't want to talk about the march, but I mean. Uh, yeah, Chuck, if, you, if you're watching the podcast, let's go. Six rounds. All we need is six rounds. How do you reckon you go against Chuck? I reckon like, he's a bit aged now. I've got, I've got some gas weird. in the tank. Give me, give me you're three. You're bigger give me, than him. You reckon give you me three months him a to bit? train. Yes, he's got the reach on me, but I'll get nice up and close. I reckon I could go the six rounds, maybe give an upset knockout. Who knows? There you go. <laughs> Bernard versus Anthony Mundine. I'm speechless. I'll, I'll call that fight. I think that's fair. Whoever there's a George Rose, if you're watching, if that's a promoter. Oh, I think that's, you. I think that's, that's the perfect way to end this. There you go. We're gonna end it on that, guys. Make sure you follow us, the B Team. What what platforms are we on? Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get yeah. your podcasts. We're on Instagram and TikTok, but not Facebook, obviously. Nah, Facebook's Facebook's brown bread. Meta's going down the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Zuckerberg's had a shocker. That's yeah. right. You you want to follow us on Instagram, on TikTok? Give us a five star rating as well wherever you get your podcasts. That's it. Bernard, Ep One done. Ep One, mate. It's been yeah. an absolute pleasure, guys. Tune in next week for more of the B Team. Until then, see you later. Take it easy.